Welcome to the second episode of A Mental Health Break with Vincent A. Lancey. I'm excited to launch this second episode for you all. I'm Vincent Lancey, speaker and author of the book Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption. When I was 21 years old, I was the victim of a hit-and-run accident while walking home from a friend's birthday. After coming out of a coma and suffering from a traumatic brain injury, or you may know of as a TBI, I soon realized that it was time to put my mental health on a very, very high pedestal. This podcast is all things mental health. Would it benefit you to hear from mental health professionals and influencers? Would it also add value to your life to hear authentic stories from people talking about their mental health, the issues they face, and how they actively combat them? If it is, look no further. This is the perfect place for you. I want to start the day by congratulating you for making your mental health a priority. Ever since my accident and into recovery, that became more and more imperative for me. I hope to do the same for you with this podcast. If you missed last week's episode, be sure to download it after you tune in today. Remember everyone, my goal is to bring you value-filled episodes that feature a variety of doctors, influencers, and individuals who are open to discussing their mental health issues. On the first episode, I was able to bring you both a doctor and an influencer in Dr. Denise McDermott. On this episode, I'm happy to introduce someone who has been speaking about his experiences associated with mental health for years. He has an incredible story of perseverance. And Mike, thanks for joining the show. A pleasure to be with you, Vincent. It's uh, good to be here. Yeah, it's great to see you again. We actually met because of two different situations that took us both off our feet, but we are both still here. He's a Tampa General Hospital brother of mine. He survived, he persevered, and he made it clear that he will not give up, and I'm proud of him each and every day. Mike, why don't you share your little sto- a little bit of your story with some of our listeners? Let them know where sure, you came from and what, and what happened with you. I'd love to. It's a long one, but I'll get into it as uh, quickly as I can. And well, try just to give, give, you an know. give an intro to our listeners. That way we can get into the questions and share a little more. Sounds good. Um, Anyway, I've had nine brain surgeries and 30 treatments of radiation due to brain cancer. Um, When I was 23, I was diagnosed with a uh, juvenile pilocytic astrocytoma. It's a grade one cancer, but it's uh, it recurred so many times that it actually is cancerous. And I've had nine surgeries because of it. Yeah, he's a, Mike's a true warrior, and he's been through so much, and he still has it in him to do a lot of good in this world. So, That's Mike, what thanks. you got to do. You got to be. Uh, you got to be positive. You got to. I mean, I didn't get through what I got through. I, I had to stay positive. I mean, I faced death. I've actually died on the table many times, and I've had out body experiences. But you know what? Positivity. That's, yeah, that's you do a great job at that. And Mike's also a wonderful father. How old is your son, Cube? Uh, my son, he is five years old. He's an uh, amazing little boy. Yeah, yeah. Very blessed, Mike. So, Mike, thanks for that intro. And something I do each week is I share a mental health story of someone who is famous because I want to let you all know that you are not alone. I want you to also understand that even though someone looks healthy from the outside, they may not be on the inside, too. I read two articles one from Men's Health and one from Business Insider, on a celebrity who is arguably the biggest superstar on the planet. I love this part of the show because I'm able to learn a lot more new things and perspectives on mental health. When he was a kid, he hit a run of depression. It was so inspiring to hear because this such a star, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, as he goes to you, is just like you and me. When he was 15 years old, 
His mom tried to commit suicide by walking in front of a moving car on I-65 in Nashville, Tennessee. He grabbed her and put her onto the gravel of the shoulder lane of the interstate. He also shared that his mom no longer remembers this incident, but it stuck with him. He says, regardless of who you are and where you are from, it doesn't discriminate. So why should we discriminate depression? And I think the following thing he said will resonate with a lot of you listening in. He said he battled depression for years because of a string of upsetting events. He had the scare with his mom. His dreams of playing pro football kind of ended because of a serious injury. And his at the time girlfriend broke up with him. It's a lot to handle, but he reached a point where he didn't want to do anything or go anywhere. He was just crying constantly. He was an only child, kept it all bottled in and said it wasn't good. So now he's just really happy to share his story. I encourage you all listening to do the same because I know for me, it goes a long way when I have the opportunity to share my experiences. I think this next part will resonate with a lot of the male listeners as he talks about the difficulties of a man to share certain things like mental illnesses. And he found in the past that depression was, it was tough to talk about because sometimes it's labeled as toxic, it's toxic masculinity for a man. I will end the spotlight story with one more quote from him. It took him a long time to realize it, but it was key to not be afraid to open up, especially us dudes have a tendency to keep it in. You're not alone, he said. Mike, did you ever hear about any of The Rock's mental issues? Um, not not since uh, the time that you mentioned. I actually looked into it a little bit further, but it's yeah. a pretty interesting story. It's uh, sad to hear, and I can't believe that he had to face something so dramatic as uh, stopping his mom from killing herself, and then yeah. he denies it, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess his, mom, his mother's getting a little older. She doesn't remember it. But that's, you know, that's, that's a big thing to keep inside. He's saying as an only child, he was never able to open up to anybody. He had to bottle it all in. So it's good to hear that because I know it definitely, he has a lot of fans listening into everything he does. But Mike, let's get into the main event. I'm really excited to hear your responses for this. And I know our listeners will be too. Each week, I go over a series of six questions with my guest. My goal is to feature many valuable guests. And here's one, a brain patient victim. And he's going to get into a lot of great, great depth for you to battle your mental health issues. I will deliver as much value to you all as possible by me staying consistent and finding great patients like Mike, great doctors last week like Dr. Denise McDermott, and I'm excited to keep bringing you guys value. So Mike, many people would agree that the more common or talked about mental illnesses are mood disorders, anxiety disorders, or schizophrenia disorders. What areas did you personally or do you personally still experience? Um, um, I deal I with deal things with like anxiety. anxiety. I deal with, uh, obviously, slight depression because, I mean, I got a lot going on. I could die from brain cancer. I could die from uh, aneurysm. I mean, anybody could die, but yeah, you can't really know what's going to go on. But um I don't know. I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> well, I mean, well, Sorry, my son, little, my little, son is uh, being a little uh, butt and pounded on my door. You so you mentioned a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of depression. What are some ways that you got you got out of it? Where you snapped out of it, snapped the funk off, and got back with your day? Well, one thing that's really important is exercise. Getting proper exercise is really important for your mental health. Um, I know you need to exercise your body, but Exercising actually helps your mental health as well. Um, it helped me deal with a lot of anxiety. It's helped me deal with the depression. And I've gotten through that because of, one, the very good exercise. 
Two, a good clean diet. And three, I would say is sleep and mental health days or taking care oh, of yourself. I, I, I don't know. I'm with you with everything you said, man. I wake up every day. Once I get, you know, my emails done in the beginning parts of my day prepped, I go right to the gym. It really helps with my anxiety. And I try to make sure it's a regular daily thing, even if it's not weights, do a little cardio or something, just because I really think it does help my mental health a great deal. When I don't go to the gym, I definitely notice the difference. Yeah, me too. It's uh, it's probably that natural endorphin rush that you get. Oh, yeah. Something I'm with like you that. with the sleep too. I'm in bed early, you know, now that I'm getting older, you know, you're not really I'm looking to party or things How like that. 28. 28. Okay. I'm 36 and I go to bed at like about 10 o'clock every night. <laughs> oh, I'm well in bed by then, man. I promise that. I get- but I wake up at like 4 a.m. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Me too. Well, that's a great answer. Thank you, Mike. Let's go to number two. When did you first decide that you were going to really start speaking about your mental health? Uh, when, what was the moment where you realized, hey, my story is bigger than just what happened to me. I can give back through the use of my story. Because I know you've been doing it for a while now, but please share if you don't mind. Uh, when I first realized that I needed to start speaking about what was going on was actually after I lost my ability to speak. <laughs> I, um, after uh, brain surgery six or seven, I think, um, I had a another traumatic brain or another acquired brain injury from the surgery and I lost my ability to speak and I could form the words, type them, do whatever I wanted like that. But if I tried to speak, um, it would just come out all jarble, like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it was during that time that I realized, hey, I need to bring some attention to this and people like I'm going through a lot. I'm dealing with uh, so many different things like anxiety, a little bit of depression. I, of course, have sleep problems. And um, in, in addition to that, a little bit ADD. Yeah. That's, that's probably why I can't remember what that we're talking about. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just joking there. But um, I, I think that the. Uh, Right after that, when I started gaining my ability to speak, that's when I kind of realized I needed to bring awareness to this. Yeah, well, you do a great job of it in your story. You know, like I said, such a perseverance where you still don't give up time and time again. And now you're just a great role model for your son. That's amazing, Mike. Let's look at number three. We spoke about this a little bit, but what advice can you give to our listeners as a potential early signs that, hey, they might be developing a mental illness, whether it be anxiety, depression? something you can give firsthand experience on. What would, uh, what would some early signs be for them? Um, I would say that the anxiety was my biggest deal. And especially with the, um, I diagnosed my own brain tumor and my own brain cancer. And Wonderful. doctors told me that I was wrong. It, it was three different doctors that told me that, no, you have a sinus infection. You don't have brain cancer. I'm like, I think I have brain cancer. And they're like, nope. Finally, the next doctor sent me out for a CT, and sure enough, brain tumor, hydrocephalus, all, all the bad stuff, I had to go for emergency surgery that night, and the rest is history. Nine brain surgeries later, 30 treatments of radiation, and here I am, still kicking. And still a warrior. Doing pretty well. I mean, if you look just, I was looking at a uh, Facebook video from a couple or f- about five years ago 
And it was where the, the one after I developed a uh, speech problem. Okay. And I would look back at it and I'm like, wow, I can't believe how far I've come. I could actually form words and I'll, I'll send you the clip so you yeah, uh, could uh, listen how bad I was. I wouldn't call it bad. I'd just call it making progress. But Mike, yeah, so when progress, you mentioned that. But the, uh, getting back to the question, the uh, anxiety. Yeah, so what are your I, early I, you start to feel that it's starting to act up? What are, how does, what are those feelings like? How can you describe those feelings so maybe that they, they realize, maybe they didn't realize they were potentially getting some anxiety? Well, I know it usually happens when I'm in a high-pressure type of situation. Yeah. And I feel, of course, shortness of breath, uh, tightness in my chest, and uh, it's like start to feel that anxiety. And I know it's time to do deep breathing and yeah. it's time to calm myself down. But people, people know, people know they'll feel differently, and it's always good to talk to your mental health provider and get help if you can. Absolutely. So, Mike, this is number four. The next question in our big six. If you could only pick three and just three, what would be the three most important things our listeners can do on a daily basis to improve their overall mental health? You touched on a little of this before. Yeah, I touched on this already. <laughs> I guess I jumped the gun. Um, exercise, diet, and taking care of your mental health through breaks, relaxation, and sleeping. What kind of breaks do you take for your mental health breaks when you need yeah. a break your day? Hold on, you broke up there. See me? Yeah. Um, what kind of breaks do I take? I basically just uh, take like 15, 20 minutes to uh, take a nap or uh, Naps. watch TV or just zone out on my phone or whatever. I mean, one thing that has helped for sure is uh, medicinal cannabis, medical marijuana. It's um, been a big help for sure. It is one of the things that definitely relieves anxiety. Great, great. All right, so those are three things you're saying. The sleep, the exercise, and the mental health breaks are key. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Great. So now number five. We spoke about some short-term initiatives that our listeners can take daily to improve their mental health. What are two longer-term commitments that they can make to make create a healthier mindset down the road? Some things that really won't happen overnight. Well, you're going to have to plan. Planning is very important to everything. I mean, if you fail to plan, you'll plan to fail. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> I agree. But you've got to kind of figure out where you're going with your life. You've got to make sure that you're happy. You're in control of your own happiness. I love and that. If you can't be happy, then... You're going to have a lot of issues. I mean, if you go into a career that you hate and spend all this time doing it, it's like, oh, OK, I'm going to get my accounting degree and become an accountant, uh, for example, or whatever. Yeah. And you hate this. You just hate this. You say, I want to be an artist or I want to be a musician or I want to make apps for a living or, you know. You got to be happy with what you do and doing that takes time and planning. That's kind of a goal for the future is to make sure that you are happy. I love it. You know, similar with me, I've been using my, my degrees, finance, MBA, and 
the last year I've shifted to more full-time giving back through sharing my story. And now with the book release last month, it's time. I think the podcast is a great way to help inspire others through stories like yours, remarkable resiliency, and give some, some, some tips to people where mental health is finally getting some attention. Stories like yours can help them. Oh, yeah, and I'm working on the book right now. It should be ready in the next couple months. As oh, yeah, I'll congratulations. Definitely posted, yeah. Yeah, and aside from that, I'd love to be back on some other time on the podcast. And For sure. Well, we still have one more question for you, Mike, and it's number six. What are some ways that you plan on raising awareness for mental health in the near future? What are some initiatives that you're going to take to raise awareness for mental health, let people know what's going on, how important it is, and why it needs more attention? Well, obviously, talking, doing podcasts like this, and yeah. writing my book is going to talk. It's going to delve into a little bit of the mental health. And then, as far as, I'm sorry, repeat that. Mental health initiatives for the near future. How are you going to raise some awareness? What are you thinking of doing to get out there? Oh, and- here's what I uh, have planned, actually, is a... <laughs> It's a uh, 501c3 that I'm working on. I remember you mentioned that a little bit, yeah. Help people with uh, brain injuries and prevent brain injuries. I feel that there are way too many kids in this world that get brain injuries from riding a bike. And it's totally preventable. preventable. Helmets, Helmets for kids just makes a huge amount of sense. When you could spend 20 bucks, 10, 20 bucks on a helmet, versus hundreds of thousands of dollars in medical bills. Uh, I'm I'm with you 100%. I'm with you. I mean, like uh, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So I like that too. You know, the kids, the cool thing, they don't want to wear the helmet when the cool thing is in fact to wear your helmet because it keeps you alive. Yeah. Well, Mike, it's like, I I like helmet hair. It will be, it's fine. I think helmet hair is fashionable. Because it means you're protecting that soft, squishy sponge in, in the middle of your head. Yeah. Well, Mike, thanks so much for coming on today. I know you'll be able to help a lot of people through your story. You know, it's been a great morning for me. I did my teaching this morning after I exercised. Then I had a chance to catch up with you. Always long mornings, but always such valuable right, mornings. And one other thing is, yeah, Mike, please. you had a question about my eyes. I have, um, I actually suffered from third and fourth cranial nerve palsy from surgery. From please, two share with, please share with that, Mike, yes. It makes my eyes look two different directions. So I have what's called monocular vision. So for distance, I use my left eye. For up close, I use my right eye. So I could switch back and forth. And Any it's something that's work? corrected a little bit. I had uh, eye surgery last month. And it kind of brought this one in a little bit, but it's a work in progress. And hey, I'm confident that I'll get to 100%. You're, you're a wonderful guy, Mike. I'm very grateful to call you a friend. And your story always encourages me to do even greater things. It's time for the last word, Mike. We just touched on that. But is there one thing that we didn't get to touch on today that you want to share with our listeners? You mentioned maybe your book. You could talk. What is your book going to be on? Is it going to be about your story? Um, my book, it's going to be talking about my experiences going through nine brain surgeries, third treatments of radiation, having a couple of out-of-body experiences, and refinding, refining God, coming to God again, relearning that Jesus is there for me. And, uh, I mean, if it wasn't for that, I don't know where I would be. 
you gotta have faith and you gotta have positivity and that's where it all lies and that's kind of the theme of my book is just stay positive because in the end you're in control of your happiness and if you're not positive you're not going to be happy i love it mike your positivity is definitely contagious and i really appreciate it mike you definitely inspired some people out there today what is your social media or do you have a website where our listeners can maybe follow your book journey and stay involved in what you're up to today Yes, yeah, so you could uh, follow me on Instagram, uh, Mike F. Bell. I believe Mike F. Bell 26. Mike F. Bell 26 on Instagram? Let me check. No, yeah. I don't know. I, I never know my own. Uh... It's all right. Rather be sure because people are definitely going to want to keep in touch with you for your book. Mike F. Bell. M-I-K-E-F-B-E-L-L. Great. Thanks for sharing, Mike. And you can follow the show on Instagram at A Mental Health Break and on Twitter at Podcast by Lancey. Of course, my handles on all social media and YouTube are at Vincent A. Lancey. And my website is VincentALancey.com. Be sure to grab a copy of my book, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption, available now on Amazon. And if you really enjoyed the show, Please do rate it five stars as I work really hard to deliver value-filled guests for you each episode. If you missed last week's episode, be sure to download it after you finish tuning in today. I had the opportunity to bring on Dr. Denise McDermott, who had a wonderful story to share with so much experience in the field. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of A Mental Health Break. <laughs>